0: Yeah, Thank you for tuning in, it's more than a podcast yeah. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify Him as we broadcast The Lord's
1: grace and God's wrath More serious than a bomb blast Full disclosure inside the title No surprises, simply put Guys with Bibles, yeah just some regular reborn, reformed cats If it's in the Bible, then they're gonna speak on that Cause the
0: scripture is the final word Okay. Competing ideas, quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured yeah.
1: We were lost in the darkness of night Immersed in sin, but then the, the light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ That shines light, the word in Genesis That assigned life and hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power, power of the, the gospel.
0: gospel Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: Doctrine, Glorifying God, with your hosts, Sean, Scott, and Lee.
0: Good evening, listeners. This is Guys with Bibles.
1: (laughs) I'm an idiot. A little uh, Alfred Hitchcock there. (laughs) Uh
0: <laughs> This is Sean and I'm Okay. Lee. And we are just doing a random episode tonight, so
1: you will find out just how random. Yes. Very quickly. <laughs> yes.
0: Um before I introduce the subject, how you been, Lee?
1: I've been great. How about you?
0: Oh, I'm still working. I'm an essential I'm essential.
1: Isn't that nice? Yep. God, I ought to have a little bumper stickered upon the car. I'm
0: essential. Are you, are you doing okay with all the stress?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it kind of starts to just not even be noticeable anymore. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, I'm stressed. See,
0: like, my my workplace, I work in, a like, a warehouse, so... It's not really affected directly Like your workplace is is affected So
1: That's true um, We're just fortunate at this point We haven't had a case at, at the facility yet So we're hoping to keep it that way But we'll just see um, No, it's just making sure we keep everybody happy until then
0: Just um, bring Kenneth and not. Bring Kenneth Copeland in And he'll
1: Oh yeah, have him blow that south wind All the way up and down those <coughs> highways Woo Yeah Pro tip: You do not want to hear or smell the south wind after you've had uh, some sauerkraut and uh, <laughs> sausage, or after consuming an entire bag of pizza rolls. That south wind will not bless. Are you. Are we
0: talking like like the forty-piece bag or the ninety-piece bag?
1: No, I, I go big or go home, so it's ninety-piece only. You know, I
0: felt kind of bad because, like halfway through my live video tonight, reading John chapter eight, I realized I had my my shirt on from work. And it's it's a Coors Light t-shirt that says
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought when it said like It says
0: grab a pot of cold Coors Light down at the bottom (laughs) It's for like St. Patty's Day And I was like, oh no, they saw that, oh well
1: Grab a pint of cold I was like, okay Hey, the live, the live videos are kind of interesting They are, mine are terrible Does it feel kind of like going back to our roots? Because Guys With Bible started as a series of Facebook videos
0: Yeah, we used to go live and then it kept kicking us off Because we were on there for too long gabbing And then, uh, so we started doing like pre-recordings And then mm-hmm. uploading them to Facebook And then it morphed into... A podcast Whatever this is Yeah, whatever this mess is
1: (laughs) Gosh It's hard going back on camera again Yeah It's not my preferred medium
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you So, have you been watching anything new on Netflix or Hulu lately that I need to be watching?
1: Um, well, I watched Tiger King (laughs) I wouldn't (laughs) recommend...
0: You sounded so sad when you
1: said that. Like like every other basic in the country, and I, I will admit, it hurt my soul a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. I don't recommend watching it.
0: I still haven't watched it. Everybody at work's like... Like, half the people were like, you have to watch it. And then...
1: Don't watch the it. The other
0: half's like, you can't watch it. It's a train wreck. And then the other half's like, yeah. that's why you need to watch it. It's a train
1: wreck. <laughs> it, it's... You want to know about total depravity, you'll learn about that. If you're not convinced of total depravity, watch Tiger <laughs> King, and you'll see it played out in front of you. There is not a single good person in that show. They all harm animals in, in some sort of way. They really harm each other in some pretty significant ways, and it, it will just make you sad and angry and somehow hungry all at the same time. Um, I like stress eight as I watch that show. Was not good. It wasn't
0: for me. pizza rolls, was it?
1: <sighs> I wish. No, it wasn't.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. As you watch it, people read Romans one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know the the fact that any Christian could deny total depravity is real is simply beyond me. I mean, there's too many examples in the world. And you know the funny thing uh, is good point too.
0: the uh, the blog that the blog series I just finished on the doctrines of grace the The Arminians, back in the day, the Arminians of the day during, you know, the Senate of Dort, upheld total depravity.
1: Sure. Yeah. They,
0: they, to- they totally, ag- they to- that was indisputable. Like they totally agreed with that. N- people nowadays don't um, necessarily, but.
1: A lot of the most popular preachers um, that people know deny it. They don't just... There's a difference between not affirming something and actually denying it. Um, They actually outwardly deny that man is inherently sinful. It's crazy. Yeah. T.D. Jakes does that. Uh, I'm sure that Stephen Furtick doesn't believe man is uh, utterly sinful.
0: No, He also (laughs) believes that Jesus... Ascended to heaven so he could turn into the Holy Spirit and come back
1: My oh, word You know he's a graduate of uh, Southern Baptist uh, Theological
0: Southern. Seminary which is yeah. Where Al Mohler's at right. right?
1: That is where Al Mohler's President
0: yeah. That is Scary
1: Maybe he was texting the whole time Or learning how to hold a microphone when, he, While he should have been listening in class Or like
0: working on his super soaker Spray technique His social distancing Working
1: those biceps and triceps Yeah,
0: his social distancing baptism style (laughs) Uh, Uh, Alright, well, tonight we're going to go through a chapter of the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith Our Confession of Faith Yeah, it's
1: all ours Yes Back off haters.
0: And then we're going to talk about fountain pens. <laughs> I everybody just turned off the podcast.
1: <laughs> but by by doing so I will kind of feel a little bit like a traitor to pencils, but it'll be okay.
0: But fountain pens are the exception to the rule, okay?
1: Yeah, they're they're the pencils of the pen world. <laughs>
0: That's the quote of the night.
1: Yep. Okay. That'll go in the notes. Okay.
0: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and read do you want me to read the entire chapter or paragraph by yeah. paragraph?
1: Yeah, whole whole thing.
0: Whole thing. Okay. Chapter fifteen of the Baptist Confession of Faith of Repentance unto life and salvation. Such of the elect that are converted at riper years, having sometime lived in the state of nature, and therein served diverse lusts and pleasures, God, in their effectual calling, giveth them repentance unto life. Whereas there is none that doth good, and sinneth not, and the best of men may, through the power and deceitfulness of their corruption dwelling in them, with the prevalency of temptation, fall into great sins and provocations. God hath, in the covenant of grace, mercifully provided that believers, so sinning and falling, by renewed and falling, be renewed through repentance unto salvation. This saving repentance is an evangelical grace whereby a person being by the Holy Spirit made sensible of the manifold evils of his sin, doth by faith in Christ humble himself for will godly sorrow, detestation of it, and self-abhorrency, praying for pardon and strength of grace, with a purpose and endeavor by supplies of the Spirit to walk before God unto all well-pleasing in all things. As repentance is to be continued through the whole course of our lives upon the account of the body of death and the motions thereof, so it is every man's duty to repent of his particular known sins particularly. Such is the provision which God hath made through Christ in the covenant of grace for the preservation of believers unto salvation, that although there is no sin so small, but it deserves damnation, yet there is no sin so great that it shall bring damnation on them that repent, which makes the constant preaching of repentance necessary. That is the end of chapter 15.
1: Man, there's a lot packed into just five paragraphs.
0: Yeah, so I just thought we could like hit each paragraph and bring out like the main point.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, paragraph one is such of the elect that are converted at riper years, having some time lived in the state of nature, and therein serve diverse lusts and pleasures, God and their effectual calling giveth them repentance unto life. So.
1: Remember that total depravity thing we were just talking about A couple minutes ago (laughs) Yeah, And
0: you know it's not like The elector these people set apart Because they're These really good people That Oh no uh, The elector just as Horrible as Everybody else the rest of humanity It's just out of God's grace God set them Set them apart As he set the nation of Israel apart in the Old Testament That was God's chosen people in the Old Testament And that expanded out in Christ into the whole world And now he's chosen people from all over All over the world, every tribe, tug, and nation He's chosen people out of that To be in the elect He's effectually called them through the preaching of the gospel
1: and and that's the story of every person that's ever believed, um, even in the Old Testament. Oh yeah, I mean, we all came from the same state of nature. Mankind's nature hasn't changed. No. Nope. Um, but God, like it says, God in uh, by effectively call, in in his effectual calling of them gives them repentance unto life. So they've never mankind has never been able to conjure up his or her own repentance. It's always been a gift from God.
0: Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of the uh, book that I'm almost done reading, uh, God and the Whirlwind, uh, which is uh, by David F. Wells. And it's basically, well, right on the back, on the back dust cover, which I hate dust covers. Um,
1: it, Don't tell the bald cow. <laughs>
0: um, it says, A Remedy for Evangelicalism's Superficial Theology and it talks about how God's holiness and basically all the attributes of God have not changed from creation to now and he explains it in a very very good way it's it's i wouldn't say it's an academic read but it's 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 pretty close but it, it's it's a lot easier to read than some so but it's it's a really good book that kind of touches on this subject a little bit
1: nice nice I'll, I'll maybe I'll get a link in the show notes for that It's a
0: really good book So on to paragraph 2 here I don't really want to read every single paragraph again I just read them all
1: um, a huge part of this, and it's funny because the day we're recording this, I, I just did uh, Psalms of the Day readings on um, Facebook Live, and I went through Psalm 14 where it says, "No one does good, um, no, not even one," and that's one of the uh, basis texts for this paragraph. Um, just like we said before, we're all in the state of nature. Um, we hate God by default. We. Don't, we can't do good before God Neither would we want to Even if we could So that the best of men uh, we, Even the best among us uh, The nicest, most giving um, We're still um, Under that corruption And uh, we could do as much good For our fellow man as we want As might satisfy us But we haven't done it um, To honor God ultimately And so it's a vice, not a virtue um, which is hard for some people to think because people think that there's lots of good people out there because there's people who do good for other people. Um, and that's a that's one kind of good, but that's not the kind of good that ultimately honors God because you're not doing it in worship to God. Um, you're doing it for lots of other reasons, and lots of people have lots of reasons for why they do the nice things that they do. Right. But if they're not in faith, they're not honoring God with it. That's not their intention by doing that action. Yeah. That can't be good.
0: Yeah, every every single thing that a person does, uh, not in Christ, you know, an unbeliever especially, is stained with sin, and it's for either their own glory or the glory of some idol. It's it's not for God's glory. Um, and even sometimes believers do things not for the glory of God
1: Right, that is true
0: And the the difference is that the believer can repent of that Be convicted of that and repent of that Whereas the unbeliever cannot
1: Which <sighs> is very sobering to think about Which is a very,
0: very sad thing to think about
1: um, Paragraph 3 So we've talked about the sinfulness of man And uh, now we're going to actually talk about repentance now, because this is how sinful man is redeemed. Um, And unlike uh, some other folks in evangelicalism, um, we believe repentance is itself a gift, a work of the Holy Spirit within a person. Yeah, it says right there. You don't come up with repentance all, all on your own.
0: Yeah, it says, Saving repentance is an evangelical grace, whereby a person, being by the Holy Spirit, made sensible of the manifold evils of his sin. so through the preaching of the gospel, through the preaching of the Word, the Holy Spirit inwardly calls this elected person to faith in Christ, and by being brought to faith in Christ are shown how disgustingly sinful they are and they can't help but repent. Um, that is all no, and that's On an, the act of God On his part coming to us And gifting us all that That would not happen Without God's intervention
1: And that, that's what leads to that kind of um, Controversial statement That regeneration precedes faith Because we can't have We can't have faith If we don't have repentance And we don't have repentance until the Holy Spirit Has actually um Uh, Brought our hearts back from the dead, you know revives our heart makes us alive We see our sin and hate our sin for the first time. Yeah um, Because of his work in our hearts prior to the actual Confession and repentance Uh, we talked about that a little bit in the order salutis. that the Holy Spirit has to do that work in our hearts before we will even see our sin as Sinful and then repent right And it's not a one and done thing You don't just repent once and then it's done Because some people will teach that That's kind of part of some evangelical versions of once saved, always saved Is that you did the repentance once You walked down the aisle and did the thing Whatever the thing was uh, Whether you said a little prayer Or they dumped some water on you Or something like that And then you're, you're good Your ticket's been punched You can go live how you like you know, in paragraph four, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of, ahead of you, but no, no, that's uh, fine. I con- was going to
0: say that's a good continuation in, into it okay so. oh,
1: uh that repentance has to be a continual thing it's it's part of our life until we're until we're home, so we have to keep repenting and we have to keep preaching repentance also yeah. so our pastors need to be reminding us to repent, to be watchful over our lives and to do like what uh, Owen said to be killing sin or sin will be killing us. Yeah, and, and Luther's repentance is all about Luther
0: said, I need to hear the gospel every day because I forget it every day.
1: Yeah. That's true. Which uh, And if you think that's not true, you need to hear the gospel again because yep. you have too high of opinion of yourself. Yep.
0: Yep. Come down off your high horse there, buddy.
1: It's, it's a little free hot take for you. <laughs> you whoever needed to hear that, I hope you heard that. You're good.
0: <laughs> what's the saying again about the sweet muffin? <laughs> I was going to throw it in there and I forgot how to
1: say it. <laughs> You're going down the floor. You're going down like a sweet mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's more dodgeball for you. <laughs> Everybody thought the dodgeball references were over, but they were wrong. It's never over.
0: That's pretty much chapter or er, paragraph four.
1: You got anything big for paragraph five? Um, Oh,
0: I always have something to say. Uh, let's see here, let me scan through it real quick
1: One quick thing while you're scanning uh, This has to do with um, talking about the covenant of grace These are these are all things, all, all this this work of salvation th- This was all planned out This isn't something that God just came up with Like This is a covenant that had been worked out We've talked about the covenant of redemption before Which was the covenant within the Godhead To even... Uh, Put the plan of salvation forward But then in the covenant of grace Is when it's promised and applied To God's people as they live And this so this is all Set out this isn't just something God's Shooting from the hip like this has all been Planned this has been God's plan Since eternity uh, Eternity past that we can't even Fathom that he would save People from their sin You're right The whole covenant idea it's too important
0: Yeah and this is a good this is a pretty good summary of what the covenant of grace is. It says for the preservation of believers unto salvation, that although there is no sin so small, but it deserves damnation, yet there is no sin so great that it shall bring damnation on them that repent, which makes the constant preaching of repentance necessary. So if you are in the covenant of grace and you are in, you have repentant faith in Jesus Christ, there's, there's nothing that you can do break that covenant, as long as you you have repentance, faith. Covenant. It's God's covenant. God's doing everything. You are in. This is
1: God. This is God walking through the pieces. That doesn't mean your life's
0: going to be, you know, all gumdrops and belly rubs. It's it's it's, it's gonna, If only. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's you can rest in the assurance of your salvation through that covenant because God. If you could read through Scripture, God is faithful to His covenants and always keeps His promises. If God did not keep His promises, that would make Him a liar, and that would go against His very character and nature, which cannot hey happen. So, hey, man! But it's it's also funny that I've heard I've actually was reading something online, and someone was said that paragraph five is wrong. Because there is the unforgivable sin,
1: right, right.
0: But the funny thing is, the unforgivable sin—the only reason it can't be forgiven—is—is be, is it's because it's unbelief?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um, and in that case, they don't want to be forgiven.
1: Exactly. Right. But exactly. Th- this is speaking
0: the about those called. To repentant faith in Christ And are part of the covenant of grace They Do not suffer from this sin This unforgivable sin They have repentant faith in Christ So that is neither here nor there So
1: Right Yep Not to worry
0: Rest do not, in let the not finished your heart be troubled. <laughs> Rest in the finished work of Christ Dear believers
1: Yeah it, It's a lot harder than it sounds Yes. <laughs> we so want to save ourselves. Oh yeah. No matter how, no matter how long we've been a Christian. Oh yeah. That's just we want to be our own God. You're not your own savior. Settle down. That sounded mean. S- <laughs> settle down. Simma <laughs> Simma down now.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh. Shit. I think that was pretty much it for chapter fifteen. That's a that that's good. a good solid, somewhat short chapter. Yeah, that'll, that'll preach. That'll preach. You know. So let's yeah. get on to this next subject, Leroy.
1: So, Sean, what questions do you have about fountain pens? Well, now, see, oh, do they mystify you? Um, do they confuse the, you?
0: The okay, so. Lee has used fountain pens longer than I have i'm I'm kind of new to the game. Um, I'm a pencil guy, and
1: I'm a pencil guy at heart too. I just want to be clear.
0: The first time I used a fountain pen, it was probably besides the day that uh besides watching my children be born, it was probably the second most intimidating thing I've ever done in my life.
1: <laughs> and you have a really simple fountain pen too. Yeah,
0: um I didn't know how to hold it. Um mm. I didn't know yeah. like if the point should be up or down uh or hmm. to the side. Um mm-hmm. I I'm a very simple-minded person. So I I had to I had to play around with it
1: and I'd like to say there's no wrong way to hold it. There might be some wrong ways because not every every fountain pen nib is the same. So some nibs have like a sweet spot where if you hold it at just the right angle, it flows perfectly. And if you hold it at literally any other angle, it won't go well. Yeah. But on a whole, most fountain pen nibs, especially the steel nibs, can be written... Well, no, the gold nibs too. Um, You can write or draw with them at almost any angle, even upside down. Oh The upside down Either it won't do anything at all Or it will produce a really nice Super fine line It just depends on the nib
0: But I only have one fountain pen And uh, Lee
1: I have several
0: Yeah Lee has several But mine is the uh, The Noodlers Ink Company uh, Charlie
1: I have 14 You have
0: 14?
1: Yeah, Get out of
0: here! Yep. Good grief! Yep. But I don't use mine all that often. Um, I can't write in my Bible with it because uh, fountain pens that would not work. Yeah, right. fountain pens have a they'll bleed through heavily. They pump out a lot of ink, so um,
1: and it's a water based ink, so yeah, you kind of have would the just taper. Right
0: yeah, it would. You have to have like a thick like if you have like a parchment style paper, that's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I I really I really enjoyed getting this pen Because at the beginning of the year I wanted to start writing like some letters Of encouragement to you know Members of our church and mailing them out And uh, It I got some Pretty decent parchment um, Like a slate Gray parchment And oh, nice uh, It looks great with the uh the, I have uh, the Noodler's Heart of Darkness Black ink here and
1: One of my favorite black inks
0: And it is Oh, it's, it's pretty good It's good stuff, I like it
1: It's so dark
0: It's the Heart of Darkness
1: It's beautiful
0: Which is also That's a really good book if you've never read that book
1: That is a good book
0: um,
1: Yeah, Joseph Conrad
0: But Yeah, so and another thing is, my writing style with a pencil, I print everything. Um, mm-hmm. I have not written in cursive since uh, fifth or fifth or sixth grade. Um, wow! And I got this fountain pen, and I knew, you know, a fountain pen is made to flow, and the best way to mm-hmm. flow in your writing is to write in cursive. Well. I honestly couldn't remember how to write in cursive. So I had to <laughs> it had been so long. I had to like reteach myself how to write in cursive, but now wow, it comes it comes uh pretty naturally now. So um I try to write in cursive whenever I'm writing whether it's with a pencil or a pen or whatever, just now so I can, you know, maintain mm-hmm. that skill. It it's a it's a dying art, cursive writing.
1: It is. They don't teach it in schools anymore and uh, and and people people don't use it even in professional settings they don't really use it everything's typed or printed like by hand if you if you write anything yeah, some it, kids don't even know how to write their own name in cursive.
0: It's funny because i was I was writing a uh, I was like pre-writing a blog at my desk and the kids were playing behind me and my son got up. And he's just he's in first grade and he's he's just getting to where he can like recognize quite a bit of words and he can read pretty good at this point. And He's smart. And he like he's looking down at what I'm writing and he was like, What is that? <laughs> and I said, What are you talking about? He was like, Is that a secret code? <laughs> I was like, No man. Kind of. I was like it's it's cursive writing. He was like I have no idea what that says. I was like, "Well, whatever." You will. <laughs> I was like, "Learn how to print first and then we'll work on cursive." But yeah,
1: that's smart. That's a smart way to, to go about it. But you got to know that before you can yeah, do cursive.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh but I, I enjoy the fountain pen for handwritten notes, and I also have a dip pen.
1: Oh, those are awesome!
0: Which uh, I
1: have—I have a glass one. Actually, I have two dip pens.
0: I have one with a feather, so I—I I feel like, dude, like Gandalf writing a spell.
1: <laughs> I have one made of glass, and then I have one actually that uh, Drew, my brother, bought me, <clears throat> and it has uh, removable nibs so you can you can uh, write several different ways you just got to swap out the nibs on it that one's wooden that's cool yeah those are nice
0: yeah this one that i have is like a it's it's a plastic black plastic uh shaft and the the nib is removable but it only came with one nib um and then yeah. and then it just basically has a a hollow end where you stick the feather in so that's cool way really cool. Oh, you know what? It's not plastic. It's 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 a steel shaft.
1: Oh, remember right, 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 right? Yeah,
0: it is. It's steel, so it's it's actually pretty heavy, but it's it's long enough that it's pretty well balanced in the hand, so it feels pretty good. But the dip pins take a lot of patience. Um, you can only yes. you can only get uh i don't
1: get a few words i don't know
0: i like how i write um i can get like a word and a half and then i gotta dip
1: (laughs) well and it depends on your ink too if you have a fast drying ink it's not going to work very well the thing with a fountain pen is since all that ink is in a closed reservoir even if you have a fast drying ink it's not going to dry until it gets out of your nib yeah so you could you could have fast drying ink in your pen and if you have it capped up It'll be in there and, and do fine for quite a while. Yeah, and there's so with a dip pen it's all reaching the air.
0: Yeah, it's it's all in the air, so it's um I don't know, it it's a lot more difficult to write with one, uh yeah. than I thought it would be. And I the whole time I was practicing with my dip pen, I was like the founding fathers wrote the entire declaration of independence with one of these things. <laughs> and I can't even write the word the right now. It's like yep.
1: we're out of practice on those classical arts.
0: But Yeah, there's different kinds of fountain pens too, right Lee? There's uh
1: There's lots of different kinds. So like they all have basically the same elements. So they have a nib, which is the metal pointy part at the end that you use to write with, and there's a feed connected with that. And then the body, which is called a barrel, like a pencil, is a pencil barrel. And then they each one have some sort of filling system. So either they're what you call a cartridge converter system, where <clears throat> you can buy um, pre-filled cartridges, kind of like how you would fill a ballpoint pen, and you just stick a cartridge in and write. Or ones where you attach something to the guts of your pen, and then you dip the, the nib of the pen into ink, and you fill it with a cartridge, with a, with a converter. Then there's uh, what's called a piston filler mechanism. So you would stick your pen in your ink bottle or your ink well, and you twist the end of your pen. And that has a little piston inside. This isn't removable. Uh, The cartridge and all that stuff is removable, um, but this piston is built in and it will use, uh, it uses its mechanism to pull ink out of the bottle and into your pen. And then you clean off the end and then you're ready to go.
0: That sounds extremely expensive.
1: It can be, but actually a lot of, a lot of these fountain pens, even piston fill fountain pens are only 30 or $40. Oh. Um, so I, I'm going to tell you about my, my weirdest fountain pens that I have. So, um, one pen is a, actually this is, this is an old pen. This actually was sent to my dad, um, by a German pen pal that he had. It's a Pelican, uh, which is a, a long established German brand. This pen is so old, it's actually stamped with uh, W Germany. It was made in West Germany. Oh, wow. Um, I don't use it very often. It's in my pen roll um, because my dad didn't use it very often either. Um, He prefers uh, gel ink pens. So I kept it and I keep it safe. I don't really ink it up. Uh, There's another one that has a really interesting fill system. This is from a Taiwanese company called Twisby T.W. Sbi, and it actually has a spring in the end. So if I take it apart, I dip the end, the nib into the ink, and I hold it and I depress the the spring with my thumb, let go, and it's all inked up. It's the fastest fill mechanism I've ever used, um, and it looks kind of cool because the barrel is plastic and and uh, and translucent, so you can see in, so you can see all of your ink inside the pen and everything
0: which is pretty cool. That's that's interesting. Now see my simple fountain pen that I have the the Noodler's Charlie fountain pen. It the the barrel is just a reservoir, the entire barrel of the pen. Right. And you unscrew yep. the the nib and the feed off of the top and then you take an eyedropper the uh the bottle of ink I have has an eyedropper and then you just fill that entire barrel up with ink. And mm-hmm. and then screw the, screw the feed and the nib back on, and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, eyedropper pens are really cool, because you can fill up the entire barrel of the pen with ink, so it has a huge ink capacity. The only problem with an eyedropper pen is you have to be a little careful with them, uh, and a lot of times they'll come with a little bottle of silicone grease, and you kind of have to grease up the threads there at the top, so that when you screw it shut, it'll be watertight so the, the pen doesn't leak on you as you write when you have it tipped forward. Um, so right. that, that's one thing you have to be a little careful with, but, um, but those are great pens too. Uh, I, have an, I have another pen here. <clears throat> this is actually also by that same company, Twisby, and this is a vacuum fill pen. So this is a little more expensive because the filling mechanism is kind of novel, but it has this huge plunger. Well, it's not a huge plunger, but it has a plunger inside, and you screw the end of the pen and you pull it, So the plunger is completely extended. Once you do that, you put it, put the nib in the ink, push the plunger down, and it will, inside, it creates a seal as it goes down. When the seal breaks, you'll just see ink jump into your pen. And then you screw the plunger down again, and you're ready to write. Hmm. It's also pretty cool. So it uses uh, an actual vacuum inside the pen to fill it up. Interesting. So the so the body fills up. It's kind of like an eyedropper, but instead of you dropping ink into it, it has a plunger in it to use a vacuum to fill the body with ink. So in in the ink itself is also interesting because uh, it's all water-based ink, so it um, it's much thinner than like ballpoint ink, which is oil-based. So the the it's easier for them to leak, sure. And it, you have to kind of have special paper, like you said. It's, Parchment paper some thicker paper Because it'll it'll feather on Like regular notebook paper or even Copy paper and it won't look Good because it'll start bleeding away From the line that you wrote Yeah bleeding into the paper So you kind of have to be careful with that you have to But those exceed notebooks from Walmart That we go on and on about all yeah, the time Yeah those are really those they are have a great, nice
0: thick paper Yeah
1: I I can't believe how nice a paper they have for how Inexpensive they are But they're great for fountain pens and, and I, also I like getting, I, um, I get, uh, resume paper sometimes and I'll use those to write letters with. Yeah. And that's also good.
0: And I also found, I can't even remember the, the name of the brand cause I took them out of the package, but some A5 journal refills, um, that are dot grid, uh, the the paper was seemed a little thin A little on the thinner side for me But I decided to try a fountain pen in it To write out mm-hmm. my blogs And it actually holds really well It doesn't feather out doesn't bleed through the paper um, it, it handles pretty well So I have that in my, my Edwards uh, For the King journal And I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll write I'll write with my fountain pen In that period I kind of go back and forth between pencil and fountain pen So
1: Baron Fig makes really good fountain pen paper, and um, Rhodia, another uh, stationery company, makes good oh, fountain pen paper. Baron Fig does. Oh yeah. Oh. Yep. I Love haven't checked paper paper them out
0: for, for a long time, to be honest.
1: Yeah, they've got they've got good notebooks. Uh, bullet journaling in one of their Confidant dot grid notebooks right now.
0: Do you enjoy bullet journaling?
1: Yeah, I do. You kind of have to make it your own and make it work for you, so there's not one way to do it, but I'm not artsy at all, so it's very minimalistic, but it works for me. I like it a lot, actually.
0: I really need to uh, bullet journal. I really need to start doing that.
1: Just try, try some spreads and some layouts and see what works for you and retool it over time. It's pretty great. Um, I'll, I wanted to do a, a shout out to uh, the Bald Calvinist Because <clears throat> thanks to him I have a Pilot Metropolitan fountain pen uh, From the Grace to You conference back last year um, I arranged with him And he sent me one of their uh, Grace to You branded Pilot Metropolitan pens That they were selling at, that, at the conference back in 2019 So that's one of my favorite fountain pens too that's a cartridge converter pen so you can just stick a cartridge in there and you're good to go or or dip it into a bottle of ink and use the converter to fill it up which is pretty nice uh there's a lot there's a lot of um reformed uh fountain pen users don whitney who wrote one of our favorite books <laughs> the praying the bible book he uses fountain pens a lot. Albert Moeller uses fountain pens. In fact, I think the logo for the briefing is a fountain pen. Nib. Yeah. Um uh Stephen Lawson, obviously John MacArthur. Um he uses Mont Blanc ink. I saw it on his on a picture of his desk once. He that is would. nice I'm just ink. kidding. <laughs> Man, that's that is nice ink. I want to own a bottle of it, but it's kind of expensive. So yeah, that's that's the fountain pen thing. And I said it was the it, it's the pencils of the pen world. And I'm kind of not joking about that because the fountain pens have a similar level of finickiness and they take some care. Like yeah. with a pencil, you know, you kind of have to have the right sharpener, and each all pencils are kind of made a little differently, and so you've got to find like the right wood and the right hardness of lead. In the same way you need to find the right kind of nibs that work for you the right kind of ink that works for you the colors the properties of the ink you know i have some pens that i don't use all that often because i don't find using the nib on that pen very pleasant um other ones i love using that pen not because i especially love the way it looks but because of the way it writes other ones i like the way they look more than they write so it just it just depends on your taste and how the pens work, and and no two fountain pens are going to be the same, even if they're the same brand and the same model. Uh, right. They're just a very interesting uh, writing utensil. Yeah, and I like them a lot.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like my my fountain pen. We. I I found that by the time, I go through a barrel. Uh, an entire reservoir of ink in my pen. And keep in mind I don't use it all that often So it, It'll sit for quite a while Before I use it again And I, I, mm-hmm. I store it upright with the cap on Screwed on Nice. But By the time I get to the bottom Of that reservoir It's starting to like Glob out ink on me And then mm-hmm. It's it's starting to gum up in the nib The, the ink And so what I do. And
1: Noodler's inks are prone to that too, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they love to hold on inside that pen. It takes, but basically, what you have to do is you have to take warm water and f- like rinse out the reservoir and then fill it up with warm water and put the nib back on. And then I get like a little, uh, little glass or uh, shot glass or anything like that and stuff it like with a paper towel and just stick the nib down in there and just let gravity take over and just i keep filling the pen up with warm water and letting gravity take over and keep sucking the water through the nib and eventually the water will run clean and then you can let it dry overnight and then you can fill it back up with ink before you write next but yeah you have to you have to clean these things uh
1: they it's, take some care
0: It's not like a Bic pen where you just use it And then you throw it away It's They're, uh, they're a little more finicky And I find the
1: whole, the whole cleaning Filling and refilling process um, Enjoyable Really enjoyable Especially if you have multiple inks and stuff That you can choose from um, <clears throat> So like if you want to turn your pen Into a green pen rather than A black pen then you can do that You just clean it out and you fill it with your favorite green ink And then it's a green pen now Sometimes literally, like if you have a clear pen, they're called demonstrators. You literally change the color of your pen yeah. with the ink that you have, which is so much fun.
0: And that's how this this uh, Charlie pen is. the 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 reservoir is mm-hmm. clear, so um, depending on what color ink you stick in there, the the barrel's going to change color on you. It's kind of neat. I never really thought of it like that. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm a black ink guy, so I don't even like blue ink, so. <laughs> and my 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 dip pen has blue ink and I I want to get get a little bottle of
1: black ink for it but I'm a huge fan of blue black ink. You would be. So it's like a dark blue, but it can still work as a, as a black ink. I like a little color. I have a dark red ink that you could actually probably use in like a professional setting.
0: Is it like drained with- from the blood of alley cats?
1: Well, it's actually called oxblood.
0: Oh, nice.
1: <laughs> it's by a British company called Diamine.
0: I would have laughed if you fact, said it was um, called tiger blood. Tiger blood.
1: <laughs> that would be great if they made one called tiger blood, not gonna lie. It'd be hilarious. So, yeah, the the ink, the ink thing is huge. It's it's as important as the pen itself. Because you could have an ink for any occasion They have ink with like gold shimmer in it So when you write There will actually be like glitter in the ink It will kind of shine There are inks that have sheen So I have one Actually it's by a company called Organic Studio It's just a guy He makes these in his garage It's all out of organic material Um, But it's one It's a blue ink Uh, It's called Santiago's Blue Sea I think It's uh, It's an homage to Ernest Hemingway Actually and um, it's a great blue ink. Uh, when you write out, it's a nice deep blue, and when it dries, it looks red. Oh, that's cool! It has this has this intense red sheen. So if you hold it up to the light and you just kind of bend the paper a little bit, it'll look blue in places, and then it'll be like red in places. That's it's pretty cool. Fascinating.
0: Um, sounds like sorcery to me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's chemistry. Okay. It's alchemy. Sorcery. Um uh,
0: well I was gonna say something else. Oh, Noodlers has this uh I can't remember what it's called. Um but it's like a it's like a gray or a sepia. It's a sepia ink.
1: Yes. I forget um, what it's called. They have really interesting names for their inks.
0: But uh it's like a weird brown color and I was like that would be stupid to have a brown ink and then I I looked at like a sample of like some nice calligraphy with it and mm-hmm. oh my gosh it looks great
1: yeah I've never ventured into brown ink but it, it I've had it it some of it does look really good um Noodler's makes an ink that I kind of want and it's called it's it's like I say they have weird names but I think it's like swan Black Swan and Australian Roses or something like that. It's it's somewhere between a red ink and a pink ink. And sometimes it can be, like, dark red, almost black. And oh, it's, that's cool. And it's a really strange ink. But I've seen some cool, like, hand lettering stuff with it. And yeah. Like, it's one of those, you pick it up, and the way you turn it in the light, it could be any of those colors or even all those colors at once. I'm like, even though I'm not so into, like, pink inks, really... It sounds interesting enough. I, if it goes on sale somewhere, I would probably buy a bottle, just see what it's like. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Yeah,
0: you have to let me know if you. I
1: I never pick up anything uh, uh, fountain pen related unless it's on sale. I don't pay full price, man. You're cheap. Yep, never pay full price that's that's my motto that's my life motto
0: that's gonna be on your your tombstone never fa- <laughs> never pay full price
1: that's right if you're gonna go walking around the tombstones you can at least get some uh, some friendly advice yeah um, so yeah that's that's it in a nutshell for me yeah I don't thing. think I don't
0: I think we beat the subject of fountain pens to death.
1: Maybe one day we'll have uh, the bald Calvinist on here And he can talk about fountain pens too Yeah, he's a big user That'd be fun
0: That would be fun But um, So Lee where can they find us
1: Oh in so many places Uh, You can go to our website Guyswithbibles.com You can go there and you can listen to The podcast You can also read Sean's blogs And my blogs uh, and also, you can go there and sign up for our newsletter, which, of course, naturally is called <laughs> Guys with Newsletters. Yes. Um, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, we don't know when we're going to declare a winner, but, um, but we will declare a winner. And for those who go and sign up and subscribe to the newsletter, um, they will be entered uh, to possibly win a copy of Dr. Moeller's book on the Apostles' Creed. Uh, which is a great book I'm in really enjoying it right now And uh, so go and do that That's at the website You can also find us on Facebook We have the Facebook group there uh, That's where Sean's live videos And my live videos are um, They're going on just about daily I think for both of us right? Pretty much
0: um, Yeah pretty, pretty much, much. Um, I There are certain days of the week That I might not be able to get on but um, For the most part I try to get on every day So yeah,
1: I'm a lowly bachelor so I have no choice But to do it every day <laughs> And I have the ability to most days So um, so go over to the Facebook group You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram At guyswithbibles You can also email us directly At guyswbibles at gmail.com But we also have open DMs At uh, Twitter and Instagram Also that's uh, where you can. Oh, and we have the YouTube channel as well. You yeah, I'm I'm, wor- on I'm working on that. Uh, yeah, I've got to get you some more files to put on there. It may it'd be fun to do some exclusive content to put on there too. Yeah, it's
0: um, a lot of people love YouTube. I don't like it that much. I'll be honest.
1: I love it. Um,
0: I mean, I like to like consume the material that's on there, but I don't like working to put stuff on there. Oh, um,
1: yeah, 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 no, I'm not into that
0: um, I don't, but I'm, I'm doing my best to, it's it's a big platform So uh, I think it would be beneficial to get our our content out there so people can listen to it So I'm, I'm trying to do it, but it's, uh, you know, whatever we've got,
1: we've got lives and jobs and all sorts of things So we do the best we can with the time that we've been given Right Ain't it the truth? Can I get a witness? Hey man. So yeah, that's it. And then of course we're part of the Bar Network, so check our show notes for um, for references for our brother and sister podcast. I actually need to update the notes um, to get because there's been some major additions in the last few months. Um, Solacast and uh, uh, Thankful Homemaker. Yeah. And
0: uh, that, um, that, deity, that deity though, though.
1: yeah, <laughs> Which is hilarious I
0: love the name of that podcast That's awesome uh, that,
1: that deity though, it's great so, uh, so you have lots of good stuff At the bar, we're happy to be part of the network Go check them out, show them some love uh, And then also the bar gear website bargear.com. There's merch on there for guys with Bibles Yeah And, and also the bar and Just Thinking too. And actually, I think we're working on lots of uh, merch for eventually to get all the shows on there. I think was the plan? And so, but check out our section. We have mugs and T-shirts, stickers, and hats, shirts, polos. Yeah, all the good things. I have a sticker on my laptop right now. I do too. Got to rep- got to represent. So, those are the links.
0: All right. Well. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hopefully, we didn't bore you too much. Uh, but Probably
1: just enough.
0: Yeah, just a little. Um, that's our job. But this is Guys with Bibles, and we're out.